0: Welcome to the Cultivating Business Growth Podcast,
1: bringing you weekly discussions designed to help you grow your business and create the lifestyle you desire. Elevate your business with proven strategies from CPAs and business advisors. We discuss real-world challenges solved with actionable steps that get you real results, both in business and building the life you desire. Thank you for tuning in to episode number 64 of the Cultivating Business Growth Podcast, brought to you by PJS and Co-CPAs. I'm your host, Megan Spicer. Last week, we talked about the costs of inaction, and today's episode is focused on how to overcome the fear of making a business mistake. So joining me today, I have Jamie Staley. Hi, Jamie.
0: Hi, Megan. Great to be here.
1: Yeah. Thanks for joining us to talk about fears and and overcoming those as we enter this new year. We're here recording at the end of 2020, but this will air in the beginning of 2021. So we're trying to prime everybody with some knowledge about common mistakes and how to avoid those because we want to lay a good foundation for 2021. Yep. And making decisions is the name of the game. You have to make decisions to uh, push your business forward. Exactly. So I know we talked about inaction last last time, but the reason that I think a lot of people do that is because making decisions can be really hard depending on what it is. If it's not, you know, what to choose for breakfast. <laughs> yeah, I think making
0: decisions is harder than we we sometimes, you know, realize or think about. You know, making decisions for ourselves is simple, like you said, right? Making, what am I going to have for breakfast? The only impact it really has is to you. If you make a mistake, you move on and have something different tomorrow, right? Right. I think the challenge with being a business owner, and making decisions is just, it's impactful on many different levels. It's not just impacting you. You know, there's, it, it trickles down. It may in, it impact the leadership team. It may impact your, your actual team. It may impact the, you know, the administrative team. Like you, you, anything you decide, you know trickles down and has an impact on everybody potentially so i think it starts to become more complicated and not as simple to just be like oh i want to do this and let's do it right it, it there's causes right. and effects that are going to happen to different people based on these decisions that you make so it starts to become a little bit more challenging i'm currently a school board member and i see this you know, as the main job of a school board member is to make decisions. And a lot of times, we have to make lots of decisions that are very minimal, and there's not a huge impact. And obviously, those are very easy decisions to make. But the biggest challenge is when we have to really make hard decisions. And a lot of people really don't know how to make decisions. And I feel like it's something you learn over time, you know, to deal with the fact that you may make the wrong decision. And I think, a lot of times people fall back on their emotion and that's how they're making decision. Like this doesn't feel good. Like I don't, I think I'm going to hurt someone's feelings. I don't want to do that. And so I think it's a struggle, but you really have to look at three different things. You want to look at the facts. What are the facts of this decision, right? Where, you know, take out the emotion and just focus on the facts. What are the facts? What is the impact? Is this, what is this going to do for my business? And look at the bigger picture. So a lot of times we focus in on the minute details, which may have a positive or negative impact, but we really want to look at the big picture and how it's going to impact all areas of the organization. And you also want to look futuristically into the long-term impact it's going to have on you and your team and your business. You know, you don't want to toss aside your feelings because those are important too, but you really want to stop and make a decision based on the greater good of the whole organization and the long-term success. So we struggle a lot on the, you know, in school board because we make a lot of decisions and the the end goal is, you know, to improve the the education of our kids. So when making decisions, uh, one we had to make in recent years was to outsource. So outsource is a very, you know, it can be very controversial because you're outsourcing people's jobs and those are people you may know and work in the community and so those are tough decisions and you want to take that into account but there's not a lot of ways to save hundreds of thousands of dollars in a school because there's just not that much money there and so you have to be able to weigh what the benefit is what you're trying to accomplish and are there other ways you can accomplish that maybe then you can look at that but if there aren't other ways you know you have to you know really look at what you can improve with hundreds of thousands of dollars for a school per year if you can save that. And while you may have some negative impacts, in this case, we weren't, you know, we weren't out to try to to take jobs from people, but it was, you know, it was an effect of our decision. But, you know, we did something that we required the new company to interview all those people and give them a chance. So while we couldn't guarantee everyone a job, we said, hey, you need to consider these people. They've been here, they're hardworking. And so, you know, there's ways to counter some of those negative impacts that you may have. Mm. So you want to really consider everything. But at the end of the day, you really have to make the best decision for what you're trying to accomplish and your goals and trying to get there and what the impact is in the long term. I think those are some really important factors when making a decision, especially a very big impactful decision.
1: Yeah, so I know a lot of people like, like a pros cons list, because that helps put your facts down on paper or computer, wherever you want to put it. Are there any other tools that you would suggest? Because sometimes when you're trying to get down to facts, emotions tend to wiggle their way in there too, because it's just right. hard to remove yourself from that sometimes, especially right. if you are very involved or you know somebody that's going to be affected personally. Um, that can make these decisions really hard. So do what tools or suggestions do you have to kind of get down to the true facts of the decision-making process?
0: Yeah, I don't know that I have any specific tools. I think pros and pro and con lists are good. The problem with pro and con lists is if you're just trying to add them up, again, saving hundreds of thousand dollars, maybe one item, but that's a big item, right? Like right. It's, You kind of have to give a weight to them if you're looking at pros and cons. And again, these decisions, even when I make decisions, or we make decisions that we believe to be the best, they may still be wrong. (laughs) You know, they may end up finding out that it's not the best idea. But all you can do at any given time when making a decision is to take all these things into account. So the best thing I I think, you know, I like to do is have discussions, you know, talk to different people in the issue where we were talking about or outsourcing, we spoke with other school districts that had outsourced and used the service provider we were considering. We talked to other schools, you know, that still had in-house versus um, outsourcing. So having those discussions and getting different points of view can kind of help you get a better feel for you know where you stand or what you think is the best decision. Because um, it's hard to just make a decision in a vacuum or just like give give yourself you know a half an hour to decide. You know, you really need right. to think about it, talk about it with people that might have you know, some experience in what you're going through because you're probably not the first one making this decision. And I think it's really important to get the point of view of people who have gone through it potentially, who made the decision and thought it was great. Uh, maybe there's others who made the decision and, and decided it wasn't as good for them or certain things didn't work out the way they had planned. And I think that discussion can really help trigger new questions, ask other things, you can get more information, and the more information you can gather and have at your hands, I think is really what you're trying to do. Because, you know, the, the pro con list is helpful, but it's just not giving you the full, the full picture necessarily.
1: Yeah, no, I like that getting support and a different perspective, maybe from someone who's on the other side of the decision that you're trying to make. I like that. Right. Yeah. Or who's lived through it. They can say, here were
0: the struggles, you know, so you are going to run into issues. Here's what they were. Now, you know what it means. You can make some plans to deal with that if you decide to move forward.
1: Yeah. It's good to have different perspectives. So when it comes to making decisions, these tough decisions, there's obviously going to be reasons why you're avoiding it. So how do you, address those and kind of the the aversion to even thinking about solving the problem because there's going to be a lot of just pushback internally, I think in your own brain, even thinking about or approaching the issue and trying to come to a decision.
0: Yeah, I think that's a good point. Um, It's a lot easier to just kind of keep going the way things are going right now, right? That's the simplest, the path of least resistance. So that's typically the comfort level where people get, especially business owners who are super swamped and busy with lots of different things happening. You know, you may be aware that there's a team member that is not the right fit for your team, but you have to be able to make time to, you know, get your head around whether that, you know, when is the right time. You know, I think, you know, everybody deals with the fact that sometimes it's just not the right time. Like, you can't just let somebody go. But in the back of your head, you have to know if this is something we're going to need to deal with. We're going to need to put this on the list. Do we have another seat for this person? You know, is there a different spot for this person that they could do and they would excel better? But sometimes we come to the realization that there's someone that's just not the right fit for the team at all. And, you know, people want to avoid that, right? That's harder. That's a very... um, difficult situation and an uncomfortable conversation that has to be had. And it's a lot easier to just avoid that or push that to the bottom of the list and not deal with it. But as a business owner, your job is to make tough decisions and you have to be willing to, you know, have an honest conversation with somebody if it's not working out, because it has to be a win-win for both of you. Mm -hmm. You know, other, you know, tough decisions that people don't necessarily want to make, but it could be to the detriment of the business is raising your fees. Is that a hard conversation to have with your clients? You know, it's not simple. Hey, your fees are going up. There's right. always a possibility that they may take their business elsewhere if that's the case. But at the end of the day, costs go up on everything very, you know, very frequently. So they're likely not going to be shocked if your fees go up occasionally. Um, you know, you have to be able to have those discussions and decision making ability because otherwise your business is going to be stagnant. You're not going to be able to make other investments that might cost more money because you don't have more money from your clients. You know, maybe you need to change your business model. You know, that's not an easy, you know, an easy decision to make because that takes a lot of time and effort um, and your leadership team may be swamped with other things, but it might be the right decision if you're not getting traction in, you know, the process or the, the strategies you have currently. So you may need to stop and revamp. And all of these things are more difficult to take up more time. And so a lot of people think, eh, you know, we're, we'll keep going. We'll be fine. It'll mm-hmm. it'll get better eventually. Eventually people will pay us more. Um, but you're really in control of your destiny. So if you're not going to make these decisions, there is nobody else who is going to make them for you. So you really have to prioritize you know, what is best for your business? What do we need to stop and revamp? Where can we make changes to continue to push our business forward and be successful or more successful going forward?
1: Yeah. And like you said, I mean, we even mentioned that in the last episode about inaction, it's easier to go business as usual. You know, if some, if you're doing something a certain way, you've always done it that way. You you already have people trained in how to do it that way because you've been doing that for five years or whatever it may be. That's the easy route. That's the path of least resistance. And that's why I think you have to look at, you know, okay, yes, that's easier, but what are you missing out on by not doing that? And what that's, you know, what we talk about in 63 is inaction what is that costing you because it, there yeah, it, not- feels like it doesn't cost you anything
0: right because right you're not doing it you don't you don't feel the burden of time potentially you're not paying out money for things that you may invest in or decide to spend money on mm-hmm. so it feels like you're not spending anything <laughs> there right. is no cost but to your point it's kind of you know it's that opportunity cost you're not you know, making more money by charging more, you're not bettering your team dynamics by getting rid of somebody who's not the right fit. So you're losing out on you know that that benefit without really realizing it.
1: Right, right. And to reference one of our favorite tools again, Traction, the book by Gino Wickman, he has a list of 10 commandments of solving issues. And one of those is thou shalt be decisive. And one of the quotes that I, it came to mind when we were putting together this series of, you know, mistakes and inaction and uh, just kind of that theme of how to move forward from difficult decisions. One of the the quotes that popped up was, it's less important what you decide than it is that you decide. So decide. Because he talks about how the most successful entrepreneurs are the ones who can make decisions efficiently and effectively they're not the ones that are sitting there trying to collect you yes you need the information but if you take a year to collect all that information and then you still don't have a decision made look back on the past year and see what all has happened and what you've missed out on because you've been sitting there trying to figure out what's the best course of action. yeah
0: the perfect answer right right There is no perfect perfect answer. Otherwise we'd all be, we'd all know the process and we'd all do that. (laughs) Um, Yeah. yeah, So I do think, I do think that that's really important too. You just need to decide. And I think we all do this. Like we'll discuss marketing strategies. We've done this. Uh, What's going to work? I don't know. Do you think this is going to work? Maybe let's just do it. Let's do it for three. Let's see if it works. Three months, if it's not working, we'll stop and we'll say that doesn't work. Cross it off the list mm-hmm. and what's our next attempt? You know, like you wanna just do it. Make an right. attempt.
1: Try. But I will throw the caveat out there too, that you wanna take note and track what's happening while you're doing that so that you can learn and walk away with what what it whatever that is. Is it data that you were able to obtain? Is it um, certain psychological responses that you were able to see, you know how these this certain industry responded to a certain message, or you know there's got to be an objective to making the decision. You can't just make the decision and say, oh, well that didn't work. Let's move on. Like so, when you make that decision and you take that action, just be intentional about what you're tracking and what you're trying to learn, so that you can take advantage of. potential failure. Maybe you made the wrong decision, but what did you take away from that, I think is the biggest thing in taking action and making decisions, because you are going to make the wrong decision sometimes. But you can still turn that around and take something positive from it that you're able to apply in the future. And it may not be the next decision that you make, but maybe five years down the road, you're making another decision that's similar to it, and you can take that lesson with you.
0: Yeah, I think that's a really good point. Because the goal isn't make a decision, do it and move on, but evaluate it. Did it work? Was it a good, you know, whether, I think the, the part everybody fears is like, it's going to be wrong, but it, if it's wrong, you're going to stop it. Hopefully, right. You're evaluating. Right. You're not just going to keep throwing money in a direction that's not working. So, you know, again, to the point of don't wait six months and, you know, we can discuss back and forth if it's a good idea forever, mm-hmm. if it's not super costly and you can make an attempt at it, give it a try. Maybe it's exactly what you needed. And, you know, the late, the longer you wait to get there, you know, you're delaying your success and, and improvements. So I think it's a good point to, to make that you want to evaluate it, you want to gain some data, document this, this process did work, this is what we learned from doing X, Y, and Z. Can we try something different, a different angle with it? You know, I think you have to make decisions to the point of that, you know, and see how it works and if it doesn't work that's fine then do something different you're you can't you're not going to be successful if you don't try new things and try to make improvements and 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 try to again push your business to be more successful so you're not going to always make the exact right decision and you shouldn't hold yourself to that that standard that's not you know very realistic
1: right i was thinking too we could maybe talk about reframing failure or what a mistake means because, and that kind of goes along with uh, what we just talked about as far as like get finding the positive out of, you know, and evaluating because if you're able to reframe what that failure means, it can help make the decision a bit easier too. looking at it as learning rather than you're making a mistake because we're constantly learning. No matter what, there's always something to learn. Even if you're the expert in X, Y, Z, there's something to learn from it. I think that it helps as far as perspective and how to look at that fear of making a mistake. Because everybody's learning. There's no, like, we, like you said, there's no perfect answer. There's no one that has all the information and can constantly make the perfect decisions.
0: I feel like it's not making a mistake. It's back to, it's making a decision. You're going to make a decision. You're going to see how that plays out. It could be a good decision and things are improving or the decision tells you what not to do. That's not going to work. We're spending money where it's not really benefiting us. Where can we put that money? Mm -hmm. So I think you're, yeah, you're right. I think it has to do with, it's not, I think the word mistake is not necessarily the right term, right? It's, you're trying new things. And if you try new things, some are going to work and some are not going to work. That's right. the, the name of the game. Like If you just knew what was going to work, you would just do those things, right? Like, right? And you'd be super successful and making millions of dollars. But at the end of the day, you have to try things to see how they're going to work and how they're going to impact your business. And yeah, I mean, I think calling it a mistake gets people maybe, you know, you know, upset about that. And I think... Mm-hmm. know, to your point, you know, there's a lot of talk about just growth mindset and things like that and the power of yet. Like, I don't know this yet. Mm. The I don't I can't do this or I'm not going to be able to do this. You know, especially with kids at young age, you just don't know yet. You're still learning. still trying to gain information. You know, I have my son who's very much upset with himself if he doesn't make every basket and if he doesn't do this or if his team loses. It's a very Mm -hmm. upsetting for him. And we try to tell him, you're not going to win every game. Like, right. if you want to play sports, you're going to have to get used to that. <laughs> like, that's right. just the reality. You know, lots of amazing, talented, professional athletes don't make every shot and don't, you know, get every touchdown and don't do that. But one of the common sports analogies, right, is you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Yeah. So if you don't take the shot, you can't make it. So I feel like it's similar. If you don't make a decision and see what's going to happen, what are you missing out on? Right. What could your business have done in the last six months had you made that decision? You were scared to try. Right. Um, you know, I feel like you want to make those decisions, give it a shot. And like you said, you have data. There's, it's not failure, it's data. We now know this didn't work. We're not aiming in the right place. What do we need to change? But you have information and that information can only help you in the long run. So I definitely think that's really important to differentiate. You know, you're, I don't know that I've heard very many business leaders not talk about failure and not say that if I didn't fail, I wouldn't be here a billionaire today. So Right, You know, we just want to be just like them, right? We got to have our failures. What are you going to yeah. talk about when you make it big? Right. <laughs> you want to have that story, right?
1: Oh, it was super easy. I just tried one thing and it worked really well. And right. that was it. It was over.
0: Yeah, that's not a good story. Nobody wants to hear that. <laughs> so keep notes of all your, all your failures or the things that didn't work out so
1: that when you're when you make it big, you have that. See, that's a good point. That's a good way to look at it. You're building your own biography. <laughs> you're building your book. Exactly. For the exactly.
0: Future. You got to have a good story behind it exactly. when you're you're a billionaire.
1: <laughs> and show that resilience that we get back up. You know, just because you didn't win doesn't mean that you're a failure. It means that decision might not have been the best for that situation. But now we know we can pivot, do what we need to and be resilient and get back up and keep trying and take that knowledge that we now have to make better decisions moving forward.
0: Yep. All all good things. And I think one of the things, you know, I'm working with a client right now and it's been a really good experience in talking with her. She's a single owner uh, business. And she just doesn't have a lot of people to talk to or bounce ideas off of. And so I've been finding that us meeting with her over the last few months has really given her a different perspective. And we challenge her on a lot of things that she has decided and not in a way to say you were wrong or you're not doing things right, but more in a way to say, are you considering all your options? Are you, you know, are you thinking about everything from a different perspective and, you know, when you are a single business owner, you just don't necessarily have those people to bounce ideas off of. You're not going to necessarily go, you know, to your VP of operations or somebody who's lower to ask them about higher level business decisions because, you know, they work with you. You want to be the one. Here's what we're doing. Here are my ideas. Give me your feedback. You don't always want to just throw things out to them. You know, you want to be the one in charge. So, you know, I definitely have seen her over the last few months grow and have new ideas and have better questions and more questions. And we challenge her and she appreciates that, right? Like you have to be in the right mindset too, because sometimes you hear things you don't want to hear, (laughs) like to the point of, I don't want to deal with that. I'm Um, kind of putting it to the side. So I don't (laughs) want to think about that. I don't want to make that decision. And like challenge? Like, are you sure that's the best decision for you right now? Is it best decision for the business? Why are you not doing X, Y, and Z? That seems to be a good idea. And so at the very least, having some advisors to talk through will help make you feel more confident in your decision, give you different ideas that you aren't thinking about, um, and give you just, you know, again, just more information to make that decision so that you feel comfortable with it. Like, I'm comfortable with this decision. We don't know how it's going to play out. I've talked through through it with a few different people that are outside looking in, giving me their perspective. I've talked to my team to see what they think. Now we're going to make the decision and we're going to move ahead. You know, so I think that can give you a better sense of confidence when, you know, moving forward with a with something that you may think, you know, may be a big impact to your business, having that again, those different perspectives, different mindsets, different questions can really help make you feel more confident that you're making a good decision.
1: Yeah, and we talked about you know the stress that can lead to health issues and I mean d- all these different costs that are involved in ignoring these issues. And so by tackling this and making a decision, you you could potentially be opening yourself up to be a better business owner and have more innovative ideas because your brain isn't so consumed by these things that have been on the back burner and you keep pushing them away because they're hard decisions to make. Once you make that decision, it's done. You can file it away. You don't have to use any more brain space to think about it. And you can think about how am I going to grow my business? How am I going to, you know, improve operations? How am I going to, you know, all the other possibilities that are out there for your business, but your brain is so stuck in these ugh, decisions that you don't want to make. So just make the decision, get it over with, do what you need to do, talk to who you need to talk to, to get it off your plate so that you can move on to the things that you enjoy and that are the more fun decisions and coming up with the big ideas, being the visionary, all these things that you're supposed to be as a business owner.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's so true. It it reminds me of my, my son who, does not like to get up in front of people and talk. And anytime he has to do something like that, he wants to push it off. Oh, can I do it tomorrow? Can I do it tomorrow? And what does that do? It makes you feel good right now. I don't have to do it right now. But what happens? Tomorrow comes. And he doesn't want to do it then either. Right. So I'm always encouraging him. You need to do it now. Right. I don't have, we don't want to think about this for another day about how mm-hmm. you have to go.
1: Just want to get it over. you're stressing, going to bed at night, thinking, "Oh, I have to do that thing at 9 a.m. tomorrow." Like, <laughs> and, and of course, every
0: time the day comes and he doesn't want to do it. Like, it's not that he wants to do it tomorrow; it's that he doesn't want to do it right, right now. now. Whatever that is, if it's today, <laughs> if it's tomorrow, he doesn't want to do it right now. And I'm, I always encourage him. I'm like, "You want to do it? It's uncomfortable. You don't like to do it. That's acceptable. You're 10." You know, like, it's fine, but you have to do it. It's your assignment. We have to get it done. You're going to do it today or tomorrow. Just do it now. Then I never have to have this discussion with you again. Rip the bandaid off. Just do it. Let's do it. And so (laughs) I always try to encourage that. And I feel like it's not different, right? You push that discussion off. You don't want to have with the team member you need to let go and you push it off. And sometimes there's reasons you need to, but at some point you need to deal with it. The sooner you can get the team that you need in place to accelerate your business growth, the better you are going to be. You, like you said, you don't have to worry about it anymore. You're there. The uncomfortable discussion lasts maybe 30 minutes, right? And then everybody moves on, you know? So you, you have to, you have to do it, do it now. Like you said, rip the bandaid off, let it go, take a deep breath and Work on the fun stuff in your business that you get to work on instead of having that kind of hangover every 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 other thing you're doing.
1: Right. Cause it can impact every other decision that you're making. Because it's if it especially if it's a big decision or something, you know, like we've talked about, like raising fees and you're really stressed about all your clients and how they're gonna uh react. And, you know, it, it can impact other things. You know, if that fear of that one decision is bothering you, you can put off other things because you just don't want to deal with it or you don't have the capacity or like, it just impacts so many other things that it's worth it to consult with who you would need to consult with and get it done. That's takeaway. Make a decision. Just do it. I think that's the been the, the wrap up for a couple of our episodes. <laughs> just do it. Just do it.
0: Maybe right right at first, but you'll
1: thank us in the long run. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So, if you are looking for somebody maybe to bounce some ideas off of, you're having a hard time making a decision and you're looking for an experienced virtual CFO, business advisor, someone who can be that sounding board for you, reach out. We offer a free discovery call and we're happy to jump on the phone with you and talk through some of these things. So we can be found at pjscpas.com or info at pjscpas.com. Reach out and just do it. Keep that momentum going and we will see you next time. This has been another episode of the Cultivating Business Growth Podcast. If you found this episode helpful, please subscribe, rate, and review. Gain access to additional free resources and learning opportunities by visiting pjscpas.com forward slash podcast.